Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I think this stuff works. I don't seem to have the highs and the lows. You know how sometimes you get real slow and low during the day? And I'm a type A guy, so I go a lot. And I'm more alert, and it seems like I don't seem to feel famished. And it's not very expensive. And the idea of having that freeze-dried or that nutrient in that capsule, and who's going to eat all those vegetables? You know, most of us don't eat right anyway. So whatever the science behind this, I think now the nature is a great idea. And I'm going to probably stay with it until I drop Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. One nation under fraud, completely visible with lying and spying for all. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Today, doctors at the Federal Communicable Disease Center acknowledge the flu vaccine and the recommended dosage is ineffective, while in a larger dose, it can be harmful. However, the flu vaccine is still recommended. This month, a Senate subcommittee headed by Abraham Ribicoff charged that the federal government wasn't doing a good enough job of informing the public about ineffective vaccines. Scientists at the Division of Biologic Standards test vaccines for their potency and safety before licensing them for public use. However, the division does not determine the effectiveness of the vaccine. That is left to the manufacturers. A case in point is the influenza vaccine. Four scientists in charge of work on the flu vaccine during the 1960s found it to be ineffective, said they refused to give it to their own families. Two were transferred to other work. A third left the division. And over the entire 10-year period, not one word of their unfavorable findings was allowed to be published. That was three years after the division's own scientists had pointed out the danger. Dr. Murray justifies the use of the vaccine by saying it took three years to examine the evidence against it. It was more important to use the vaccines than to take them off the market and remove the agent. It was more important to use the vaccines than to take them off the market and remove the agent. For three years, American troops were injected with a cold-preventing vaccine, which was causing cancer in laboratory animals. Should we be thinking about mandating the flu vaccine? I'm a believer in it. I think there's no downside. There's no downside of having government agents with guns force you to take it. Let's take a look. Uh, First, we've got population. Uh, The world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. We could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly Show, last hour. Thursday. It's Thursday, right? Uh, next week, Aaron Elizabeth and uh, Judy Mikovits, uh, both on the show. Aaron will be talking about Mercola. Um, and why he is uh, taking down all of his articles now. Uh, they are the disinformation, right? Dozen. The, I mean, really, it's the information dozen because uh, mainstream is so horrifying and lies. Uh, and so I love the, the group of the 12. It's just awesome. And uh, they'll be on the show. So a uh, lot going on, right? And I also have uh, this hour the rest of the Karen Kingston interview. She's a much sought after guest right now around the country and lucky to get her. And uh, 
I'll tell you what, she had a lot of information. She'll be coming on in another week as well with some more information uh, that she's researching right now and um, on some stuff that Dr. Martin's doing. So she's uh, she's amazing. So she is a, uh, let me get this right. <laughs> I always screw that up. She is uh, currently uh, working as an analyst for pharmaceutical medical device industries and analyzes intellectual property and legal landscape for pharma and consumers. And she puts all of the data together and researches down to the, you know, fine, you know, minutia down, down to the details, um, uh, to prepare documents for court or prepare documents, um, for intellectual property. And, and so she knows her stuff. She's a good researcher and, uh, happy to have her on the show, a thrill to have her. And she talks about what's in the vaccine. She talks about graphene oxide and uh, it might be the trade secret. They have a trade secret in the patent. Uh, Bill Gates kept talking about, we have a trade secret. And uh, there was a group in Spain that started uh, kind of unveiling that graphene oxide was, was that secret. It's very, very toxic. And, um, and also uh, it's an ingredient in hydrogel. And hydrogel kind of lights up, you know, um, so could it build up in your system? How toxic is it? You know, all of those things. So listen to the rest of her interview. If you didn't catch the first part, by all means, um, listen to the first, you know, the hour right before this and get that on podcast and then listen to this. But she goes into talking about a lot of things. And so let me go ahead and start that and waste no time. And uh, by the way, my husband out of the ICU. For those that uh, have been praying, thank you. And, and you know, uh, pretty sure he's the fastest person to ever get out of the ICU. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, three and a half days. So um, I'll tell you how, I'll tell you what that journey was. And I'm going to really share with, you, share with you some very, very important information tomorrow so that you are armed going in and know what to ask for and what to do for your loved ones so you can advocate properly and uh, put in those game changers uh, because I'll tell you what, it's the protocols that are killing people, not COVID. So every time you see that COVID killed somebody, think again. It is not that. Sorry, can't convince me that it's that. Not after what I've just witnessed. So I'll share more of that with you tomorrow. And uh, you can call in tomorrow as well. And John the Wheelman, I think, is on with me tomorrow. So here is Karen Kingston. I'm talking, uh, furthering the interview. Here we go. And I think what's happened with doctors and what's happened with Americans is that we're just believing only what the FDA is telling us, even though we've caught the FDA now lying to us, the NIH lying to us, the CDC lying to us. Um, so our circumstances have changed, but mm -hmm. our mind hasn't. And um, anyone that's like gone through some, um, um, whether it's business coaching or right. life coaching, they tell the story about how to train a baby elephant, which is when the when the elephant's a little tiny baby, they take some really strong rope and they tie its um, front leg to a beam underneath a circus tent, let's say, right? Mm -hmm. And the baby elephant can't move. Well, then when the baby elephant grows up to be, you know, a ton or a ton and a half huge male or female elephant that's got, you know, that can right. take out buildings, you just tie that single rope to the beam and the elephant won't move. Jeez, it doesn't conditioning. realize power. And yeah. I think that's what's happened to Americans, and that's what's happened to doctors. They don't realize that they have power. They have the authority. It, the Constitution starts off with we the people, not we the FDA, Fauci, and Walensky. It's we the people, okay? Right. You have the power. They made up a bunch of 
BS laws, okay, that we have been f following because they we used to believe they were trustworthy and they had our in good intentions for us. We know that's no longer true. So break away from that rope and take back your authority. And until people start speaking out, and I think this needs to be a call to action. I know this needs to be a call to action to healthcare providers. You've all seen people who have come into your office with vaccine side effects. I know this. I go to my local urgent care, and, and these poor nurses have broken down in tears saying to me they don't know what to do. They've had people come in with paralysis after getting vaccinated. They've had people come in with that edema I explained you know, before, right. like arms are swollen, and they're not speaking out. They need to send letters to the FDA. They need to enter the stuff into VAERS. They need to go on their local news stations. They need to go onto their local newspapers. They need to make... Um, um, testimonials and put them on social media. Everyone needs to start speaking out. I don't care if the FDA says you're not supposed to do it. They've lost all of their trust and integrity and eventually they will be held accountable and they will be punished. They will be they will be charged, uh, convicted and punished. Period. Wow. But until we start speaking out, we need to we need to start moving that in that direction. And the more people that are witnesses, the faster we can turn this around and we can get our country back, you know, um, the way mm -hmm. that it's meant to protect our life and our liberty and our children. Oh, I, I'm, yeah, I applaud at that. Um, absolutely. You know, the source of um, the folks that La Quinta Columna, the, it was a Spanish, it's a Spanish um, outfit, right? And they're the ones that brought this to light? Are they the ones that brought this to light? Or is this just clearly reading through the patent? And why hasn't anyone else uh, been bringing this to light? I mean, I probably so could answer that question for myself because I know how things work. But, but have so you been surprised? The La Quinta is the information that Dr. Jane Ruby presented on Stu Peters, right? Is that what you're talking about? I think so. Yeah. Yes. So that, so I hadn't, I, 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 when I found this, infor I found this information of about whatever, about two months ago, I guess it was, mm -hmm. I found it originally, um, or maybe, I don't know, six weeks ago. So yeah, but obviously these researchers in Spain are able to find graphene oxide in the vials. So why can't researchers in America right. do it? Right. Um, but the way I found it, so as a, if you're a scientific writer and I, you know, when I had my full agency, I had a number of PhD writers work for me, um, and JDs is that, um, and Dr. Artis spoke about this. I just got introduced to him yesterday. Is when you read a document, you'll see, you know, let's say you read a 30 page um, clinical paper. Well, after every couple sentences or sentence, you'll see a small little number. That's a reference. So even if a paper says, um, you know, lipid nanoparticles with graphene oxide are shown to have inflammatory effects on the cardiovascular system, specifically myocardium tissue, let's say that's what it says. Mm -hmm. And then number 27. Well, then you got to go back to the end, to the references and find number 27 and find that reference. Right. And then that reference. And then there could be another statement regarding inflammation of the myocardium. Then you go and find that reference. That's how I found this information. You have to keep going back. I agree. I, I so agree. I, I remember going through the patent for um, uh, that Sarah Gilbert did. And by the way, they just made Sarah Gilbert Barbie vaccin uh, vaccination creator Barbie. By the way, um, I know, and that uh, makes me sick. Uh, she works for Gates, and she's over at Oxford. And she was uh, in January. She was saying that she um, just surprisingly found out that day about COVID, and she wanted to make sure that she was doing the vaccine. So they started producing the cure before we even knew what the name 
of COVID was. And so people need to need to realize that. But when you go into that patent, like you said, when you follow the chain and you read, then it says, well, this is a common cold. Yeah, it is. 30% of the colds are coronaviruses. And Fauci said that himself. And Fauci came out on February 28th in, um, I think it was the New England Journal of Medicine, maybe it was JAMA. And he said, you know, hey, in my scientific expert opinion of 30 years, you know, um, leading the the U.S. government in infectious disease, Mm -hmm. this has the similar uh, fatality rate as the common flu. Yeah. As a bad case of the flu. He said it was 0.1%. So he said that in February of last year. Yeah. And nobody changed direction. And then, But then three weeks later, four weeks later, he goes on the national television saying, if we don't shut down our economy, 2.2 million people are going to die. And it's like, well, which one is it, Fauci? Right. Is it the one you're telling your scientific c- community and collaborators that you're making billions of dollars with here in the United States and China and elsewhere? Is it 0.1% or is it what you're telling President Trump and the American people? which is going to kill over 2 million people. Oh, my gosh. Oh He's lying. Yeah. He's talking out of both sides of his mouth, and we've caught him doing it over and over again, and no one's no one's calling him to the carpet on it. It, it, it as You know, I just, I wish you could, like, mm-hmm. take out, you know, mainstream media and just go on there and start asking real questions of these people instead of, like, letting them get away with all this stuff. You know? <laughs> right. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, it, it's very, very frustrating. Um, and by the way, I mean, Pfizer's been sued um, by our federal government. I mean, for lying and mislabeling and all these things. And then all of a sudden in 2020, not only did we lose all of our immune systems, they all shut off all over the world. We don't have an immune system. We wear it on our face. And and then on top of that, you know, you have a situation where all of a sudden um, everybody trusts them. There Be right back. More with Karen Kingston. Be right back. Ex-Pfizer employee. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with the most important commercial that I've ever done. All of you know what MyPillow and myself have gone through in the last five months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, it's all come down to this. I'm having a cyber symposium on August 10th, 11th, and 12th. This historical event will be live streamed 72 hours straight on my new platform, frankspeech.com. You can help by getting everybody you know to go to frankspeech.com now. To help support this cyber symposium event, I am offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products but they're only offered at frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at mypillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Helps support Mike help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Maybe the bad, bad thing. You ever love someone so much you thought your little heart was going to break into? I didn't think so. 
song a lot. Why do you think that is? <laughs> kind of goes along with like all the topics we talk about. I, maybe so. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. I'm playing an interview I had to tape earlier this morning with Karen Kingston and um, she is the uh, Pfizer kind of, she worked for Pfizer, then she became an analyst of the patents and intellectual property and she's so good at going through and deciphering uh, through these patents and, and figuring out what's going on. Um, so I love that she's on, and and uh, big thank you to Karen. She's a great gal. She'll be coming on again next week. Um, you know, I was thinking about that. I was well, I was thinking about this, and I just wanted to share this share this with you really quick. I can't talk either. I'm tired. Uh, I haven't gotten a lot of sleep this week. It's been kind of a weird week. But I just wanted to say, you know, she talks a lot about Christianity too because she's uh, she is a Christian, and you know, I think. I think for me, I can't understand. I mean, please enlighten me. But we know if you're a Christian, you know what we're up against. You know what's going on in this in this crazy world. You know Satan exists. You know that um, that Christ exists. You know you know these things. So why in the world would we suddenly just think that none of that exists and that Something like this would come about in this this vaccine for your benefit given to you by the people who can who who have just done nothing but try to take your liberty, who have um, brought a lot of misery, who uh, connive to to do things in, in in certain drugs and in certain things to your body. I mean, why would we suddenly forget that and then just embrace it and run to go get this shot? <laughs> Have we not learned anything? Do we not apply it to the world we're living in right now? That's what I don't get. What happened to us? Why do we turn that part of our brain off and say, oh, it doesn't exist this year. They love us. <laughs> they want what's best for us. Satan doesn't exist. And these awful people that are conspiring don't exist. And yeah, they keep lying to us all year long because they keep getting caught in lies. But they still want what's best for us and they want us healthy. We're going to take their shot. Why would you do that? Why would you forget everything you know? I don't know. I don't get it at all. We should be the most suspicious people on the planet. Shouldn't we? Because we know. Because we know. But what are we? We're the ones that run toward the shot. So many people out there shaming other Christians. Oh, yeah, you need to go get it. Be a good citizen. You know, go get it. Don't buck the system. Fall in line. How sad is that? Makes me sick. Do we forget? Do we just forget Satan exists? Do we forget about all these people that get into government and they're total swines and they steal and they, they do all these things, but you're supposed to trust them with your body and your health and your body autonomy? I don't. Um, here's Karen Kingston. Here we go. Like it's 25 years now. And right. I was like, um, nobody, everyone's always been like, Oh, it's so untrustworthy. How can you work for that industry? Mm -hmm. and, and and I'm used to catching slack. And now everybody's like, it's the like most trustworthy industry ever. And I'm like, when did that happen? You've always hated pharmaceuticals and said the evil pharmaceutical companies. And I'm not going to see a doctor because right. they just want to prescribe me drugs and do procedures to make money. 
and and now they're making more money than they have in history. Thirty billion dollars in one year, Pfizer made off of this vaccine, right? right. They've never had a. If they make a billion dollars off of a drug, they're happy, and everyone's like, "Well, they're doing it for the the benefit of mankind." You're like, "Are you kidding?" <laughs> <laughs> what have they ever been for the benefit of mankind? If they went as far as to make a vaccination creator Barbie, that means a whole nother field is opening up for these young girls to go be a part of. I mean, we're talking in an age where we have great sanitation, in an age where we really do not need all these vaccinations. They're coming out with so many vaccinations. It's amazing that we're just taking it. Well, I think because they're, they're I do believe in, I mean, I, I was a, I worked for Pfizer, and I do believe, like, you know, in the early days, I, I believe in Zithromax, and there's a lot of great antibiotics. There's a lot of short, you know, I believe in short-term um, mm-hmm. SSRI therapy. But antibiotics are so different all- to me. They're so different to me. I mean, you can solve a problem like that, right? But I think what happened is the whole industry went generic, and Pfizer, I think, acquired Myelin in 2017 or 2018, which mm-hmm. is a generic company, and they realized, oh, shoot, we can't, there's no profit margins in generics, right? So, right. you know, these vaccines, in do, first of all, they're, they're lethal to some people. They're, they are literally a lethal injection to some people, as we've seen. And they're, mm-hmm. very, they're, they're very harmful to healthy young adults and teenagers and children, extremely harmful. Um, more so, and we know that because we know the spike protein is much more harmful to children from when the virus first came out than to adults. But the spike protein has no way to get past the child's nasopharynx and never infects them unless you inject them with it, which is what we're doing. We're injecting them with the code right. to move the spike protein, which is just a horrible idea but i think what happened is the pharma companies they didn't have their revenue ran out they had to create a new revenue line and that's what these vaccines are not only are they the vaccines making money but the vaccines are now going to cause a whole slew of new autoimmune diseases or rare autoimmune diseases that are going to become much more um common like myeloma which is a very rare form of um basically a leukemia but you're going to start seeing these things pop up all over the place so they're gonna be able to make money that way and i think that's the the evil of this and what's happened is that um the generic drugs that are out there for acute conditions you know and i i do believe even hypertension can be acute an acute condition you can take a medication to get your blood pressure down but mm-hmm. at the same time get your diet in order stop drinking alcohol start working out and you can you can be healthy and the truth is god has given us everything that we need like right. so, so the first the first statin was which was called mevacor you know and statins used to lower your cholesterol well mevacor is nothing more than a synthetic version of fermented rice so in a lot of asian communities you found that people had very low cholesterol bad cholesterol low ldl well the fermentation of that rice contained um an enzyme or a chemical if you will that naturally lowered cholesterol and merck you know made mm-hmm. a few to the um to to, to the um to the orient yeah sure. and and then patent it and that's how we came out with statins so i you know e- even you know whatever illness is out there i mean even with graphene oxide there you know there are natural um elements that um god has created that will adsorb that will you know basically adhere to graphene oxide neutralize it and help remove it from your body so there's I know solutions are out there, but unless people recognize there's a problem, we can't start moving forward yes. with solutions. And, and you know, one of the biggest things is calling it a vaccine because they didn't yeah. do a vaccine with this. There's no COVID in it. And so your body isn't responding to the trace bit of, of, of COVID, right? In this, So we can't call it a vaccine, yet they're calling it a vaccine. 
It, well, they, 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 they want to call it a gene. It is a gene therapy according to the FDA definitions of a gene therapy. Mm-hmm. It's a gene therapy um, according to, like, well, according to the U.S. Patent Office, Patent Office, it's not a vaccine, right? Um, but they don't want to call it a gene therapy because there's so much risk with liability with gene therapies. But the truth is, like, yeah, we're encoding, uh, we're injecting people with a code to produce um, a spike protein, right? Mm-hmm. A, a, a virion particle. Well, that's gene therapy by definition. And with gene therapy comes something called progeny, which means that the spike protein can then reproduce in someone's body and mm-hmm. create mutants that might be known as a variant, like maybe a Delta variant. Uh, and there's something called shedding. And shedding with these gene therapies means that you can infect someone that's uninjected. Right. Right. So, but they don't want to talk about this because they realize it's. Yeah, the intentions are you just have to look at the outcomes. The intentions are nothing but to poison, harm and kill. There's no gray area. And I and people are like, how can this woman say that? It's like, well, more people need to start saying that. Look at the outcomes. Look at the VARES database, which we know best case scenario, 10 percent have been reported. But more likely, it's like, you know, 5 percent or 1 percent. Right. So, um, you know, there's there's enough death. There's enough permanent disabilities that have been caused by these injections that um, people need to take their blinders off and 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 speak out and stop it. So, I agree. I so agree with that. And have you looked into the, um, you know, the magnet thing? I haven't looked into that. Um, I really haven't. I haven't done any research on that. Um, you know, I, I, people are having some pretty weird effects out there. And a lot of people are just chalking it up to, oh, we're doing this for the greater good. The greater good is the most evil concept because it doesn't, it's an illusion. But we're doing this for the greater good and it's okay if we have this. But then we shut down the nation for 15 deaths in the entire nation on, on the second week of March 2020. So those deaths, those 15 deaths were obviously more important than the um, tens of thousands of innocent victims that are dying with this vaccine. Yet it's very hard to get it on VAERS. And so we have to turn the tide in making sure people realize how many millions of adverse effects, right, are coming from this. And then all, and I mean, adverse effects they can't escape. They're, they're lifelong, like these blood clots. A lot of these blood clots are not going away. And then, of course, you have death. So, and like, let's talk about the children and teenagers and young, healthy um, men and women that are getting myocarditis. And Walensky saying it's a mild case. Well, you don't go to the hospital for a mild case of anything. First of all, second of all, as you know, I'm sure as you know, heart inflammation doesn't go away. These these people are going to survive, but they are going to have years, if not decades, taken off their lives. And COVID, SARS-CoV-2, you know, the more than 50% of the deaths were originally before they started conflating the numbers were people over the age of 85 who by their age had a 13% risk of dying because they were over the age of 85. And we shut down the country. And we shut down the country because we said SARS-CoV-2 was a threat to national security. Well, national security is our economy, our posterity, which is our children, our Mm -hmm. workforce, okay? And it's the the economy and and our military. And um, that, that's what, that's what it is. So, and, and Bill Clinton put out, um, a doctrine on this because he was criticized for not getting involved in Rwanda for the genocide. So he put on a doctrine about, um, uh, threats to national security and bioweapons and genocide. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, bioweapon warfare is a real thing. And if it comes to our country, you know, it's, we aren't supposed to shut down and, and hide in our homes. Right. 
And someone said, well, why would you, um, why would you consider a bioweapon a threat to national security? And he said, well, because you could lose a, the same number of lives that you could lose in a war. And the economic impact of that, if we lost hundreds of thousands of lives or millions of lives, which we could lose in a war, the economic impact mm -hmm. uh, devastating to our country. So why did we shut down the economy? Yeah, for 15 deaths like that. I, I'm still baffled by it. But the whole point, people don't understand in America, America exists, our freedoms exist because of capitalism. That's, that's a yep. big part of why, when we don't have capitalism, we have communism or socialism. Socialism and communism don't give you freedoms. Our freedoms exist because of capitalism. So when we shut down the backbone of this country, of, of, of our liberties, okay, mm -hmm. then that, that, right. that, saying that was that was self-annihilation all right i'm going to stop it right there we got to go to a break and i'll play the rest when we get back but uh and when i say 15 deaths i'm talking about the fact that they blamed it on covid they blamed it on covid um but it's really interesting not one sample of covid no one can describe covid it's very elusive and uh and also since then blame deaths have been blamed on covid but just remember, they shut our whole nation down for only 15 deaths that they blamed on COVID and then later said, oh, yeah, those tests were totally screwed up. We don't even we don't even know what it was. <laughs> they didn't. Anyway, there's a CDC for you. Always lying. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. group to watch <laughs> so god there's gotta be like uh seven or eight of them anyway welcome back to the kate daly show and i just wanted to uh, make sure you go to katedalyradio.com tomorrow i'll be doing quite the show i'm gonna be talking about our experience and i hope everyone can learn from it so that we can um save some people's lives out there and when i finally got to got to kind of see what was going on for myself um in the hospitals i I have a whole different view of what's going on. And I just want to say that the doctors and nurses are good uh, people. They really, they don't, they don't set out to do any harm. So trust me, that's not the message I have. The message I have is that it's uh, the protocols. And so I'll be talking about that and why that's a, why, why that's the problem that no one is talking about in the country right now. And um, Aaron Elizabeth, Judy Mikevitz, I guess is uh uh, week after next, um, Clay Clark. We got all kinds of people coming to the show. Sheriffs that'll be talking to us uh, next week. All kinds of guests coming up. Let me play the rest of the Karen Kingston interview, and this was recorded this morning. Um, Karen is an outspoken, and she's just probably one of the guests that people are really trying to get right now because she's so um, knowledgeable about the patents for the vaccine and how they work as she's been doing this for 30 years. So here's Karen uh, Kingston talking about uh, the patent and the situation at hand that we have in this country. Here we go. What happened? 
Yeah. And with uh, and I'll, I, I have a final question for you, too. Um, you know, as far as working with the pharma companies, you know, they're salivating over this. There's 75. I think Sherry, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny was talking about 75 more in animal studies right now. Um, and, and where does it end? I mean, 500 shots a year, 100 shots a year for the for, for you know, to save humanity um, from ourselves. You know, they're going to keep coming up with all of these shots. And I, I after working with the pharma companies, um, if they are be, if they are able to annihilate body autonomy, and they are able to do to, to to do anything, I mean, even organ donation at some point for the greater good, that that illusion uh, of evil. If they could do that, I mean, you've worked with these pharma companies. You can see their power, their, what they're doing, and what their designs are. Are they? I mean, they're completely salivating over this. This opens up a window of loss of body autonomy. Bring on the shots. Bring on the profit. You know, bring on the evil. But Americans need, I mean, you go to James 3. I mean, what is faith without deeds? Right. I mean, the Americans need to. I, I, I get emails being, my, my son's being pressured to, not my son, but my son's being pressured to get the vaccine to go to college. Don't go to college. Right. I get the vaccine to go to work, to send them a letter, to, to explain to them how they're violating all these laws and don't go. I mean, you have to have America, I don't want to even call it courage because courage means that there's fear. You have to have faith. You have to have faith that doing the right thing to protect yourself and to protect your family and, and to protect your rights and liberties is going to work out for you in the end. And if yeah. you don't have faith, I'm not sure how to help you. You can't. We can't sit here and expect the leaders of our country to come in and just swoop up and save us because they've been harming us. Right, and that's my and that, and and to my point of of are the are the companies salivating over this uh, because if you out there got this vaccine, let's just say you got it, you think it's a great idea, people around you got it, they talked you into it, you better start fighting for everybody else to have their body autonomy or it's yeah. game over. You, they, you don't have body autonomy. What freedom do you have? Exactly. You do, you do, exactly. If you don't have a, a autonomy over over your body, you, right. don't, you don't have anything. Um, and and some of that may be having to sacrifice now, right? Because mm -hmm. you're you're going to suffer. We're right. all suffering. The difference is if you sacrifice, at least you can make a choice that you know you're going to um, incur some painful situations, but you have the power, you know, to make that choice and to have faith that you are protecting yourself and your family. And if you were deceived and you were injected, um, the sooner you start speaking out about this, that you made a mistake, that this is wrong, the sooner healthcare providers start speaking out saying they made a mistake, this was wrong, the spike protein is deadly, whatever other ingredients are in here, whether it's graphene oxide or polyethylene glycol, which is also very toxic, which is in the pegylated lipids, that was a mistake. The sooner we can say that, the sooner we can start helping and healing others, and we can protect those who haven't been harmed yet, and we can protect our country. Amen. Karen Kingston, I'm so glad you're speaking out on this. I'm so glad that you dive into the patents. You're analyzing this information. You're trying to get this to the public as much as you possibly can, because I know there's worry with that. I mean, you've got to worry about that, right? I mean, why wouldn't you? And you're it's, getting out this vital information. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, again, you have to have faith. I I, I mean, I, I, I've been threatened. I know that. It's just you have to accept that consequence. I have to. I mean, I've already mourned that. I've already accepted the fact that I have put um, myself at great risk. And, and that's but what's I think any man or woman who's not willing to 
sacrifice themselves for children, um, mm. I don't think they have faith in God. Right. I just don't. I'm sorry to say that. No, but I'm not I, I think it's right on, right on the money. And I completely agree with you. I, I love that you're speaking out. And, you know, I, I think just the sheer, when, when somebody steps back and they see the sheer force, um, and then you have Krispy Kremes and free beer and million dollar lotteries and lap dances in Vegas, if you get this shot and, and no, they can't convince you that you need it. And Fauci's on tape saying, well, yeah, your body can get through this, but we just want you to take the shot. Why do they want you to take the shot this badly? And on this whole ruse that that everyone will die and they actually are running out of conversations now the conversation now is yeah you'll get covid yeah you'll get pretty sick if, even if you get vaccinated but you won't get it as bad um the last report from cdc 80 percent of people that were hospitalized were vaccinated yep yeah, and and not get it as bad. My husband was just in the hospital. You, you know, give me a break. We we blow a hole right through that theory. I mean, this is absolutely asinine. But they're running out of of ways to talk people into it because they're seeing the obvious. So please, please warn your neighbor. Please fight for those, even if you got it. Fight for those that don't want it and say their their freedom is important. Because if I fight for their freedom, I'm fighting for my own freedom too. Because yes. if you're wrong about the vaccine and you got the vaccine. Down the road, when you're forced to take more and more and more and more, and then you're going to finally realize what you just did as being an advocate of this thing. For force. Yeah, and, if you're a, and if you're a doctor or a nurse or any healthcare provider, look at what these lipid nanoparticles do to the to different organs, to the heart system. Like you're causing myocarditis, you're causing heart, heart inflammation in young, healthy adults and children. I don't care how much money you're getting paid to inject however many people. Have a clean soul and a clean conscience and stop it. Amen. Amen. Karen Kingston, thank you so much for joining me. It's been really enlightening. I hope a lot of people got a lot out of this and will understand this a little bit more because we're all being faced with this right now. And so, like you said, make those sacrifices and and walk away from this. And, and it might be uncomfortable and it might be a little hard, but you know what? We actually have it pretty easy to fight this right now so we can fight it. Yeah, right now we can fight it. Yeah. Right now we still have strength. Don't let us don't let our country and our people get any weaker. Like we can fight back now, but now is the time, right? Right. And now they're even forcing the military. It makes me sick. Are they trying to weaken the military? I Yes. Yeah. The answer is yes. Yeah. I mean, is that a rhetorical question? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, yes. I mean, it's like three hours a day of this for 19 months. And I'm like, please, please <laughs> see what's going on. I just want to prop everybody's eyes open. No, it's so true. And, <laughs> we wipe out our military, we wipe out our teachers, and we wipe out our healthcare providers. Yeah, right. Isn't that the truth? In a country. <laughs> so true. Oh, it's so sad. Uh, Karen Kingston, thank you. Thank you for thank joining you. me. It's a pleasure. Wow. Uh, you can comment on this. We have a few minutes. Uh, whatever, you know, I'd like to get your thoughts. Um, boy, we have so much to contend with out there. I can't even believe it. Uh, you know, when we're when we're talking about all this uptick in the in the Delta, that just cracks me up. They called it the Delta. The Delta, the Delta, um, they can't describe it. There's no test. They just diagnosed a whole world with something and nobody even cared that, that they just said it and everybody has it. Um, we have so much at stake right now and there's so much to figure out. That's why I'm excited to do tomorrow's show. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi. Great interview. Thanks. Thank These you. people do not like us. 
Uh-uh. They don't like our liberty. Right. And they don't need our funny money taxes anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That ship has sailed. <laughs> yes, it has to the printing machines. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks for that. You know what? Um, right now in America, we have to be able to turn this boat around. And all we're going to be hearing is hand-wringing and COVID is killing people. And it's, it's a lie. It is not killing. That's not what's killing people. And, and even the rate of death is very low, even with that. Um, and so we have a lot to learn and I'll do tomorrow's show. I'm really, really glad I can do that and talk to you, uh, really about, about what happened, some of the details. And, and when you, when you kind of learn about what happened in our situation, you know, um, I hope, I hope that if you know somebody that goes into the hospital uh, that you will know exactly what to do to help them. I really do. And it's not like our situation is going to apply to everybody, but work, ours was kind of typical. I'll tell you that. And my husband had some disadvantages too going in. So we were, we were a pretty good typical case. And there's a lot you can learn about how to help somebody in this situation. People are desperate out there and uh, they're wringing their hands and they're calling it COVID deaths. And I disagree. I completely disagree. I don't think you, I don't think they should be calling it that. And so we'll talk about that. I'll run through that. So it makes more sense what I'm saying. And, uh, I invite your participation in this because I want you to be able to call up and talk about situations. Boy, once I said what was kind of going on with us this week, it was kind of amazing because I got all these emails from people and it was like, and this situation and oh my gosh, this, this happened to us. And oh my gosh, you know, Wow. And I can't believe since Obamacare and COVID bucks, it's become a cash cow business. I, it's become a cash cow and we can't forget that because that's, that's also what's driving the train too, apart from some of the things that they want to do with us or the way they use it to do the things they want to do. But it is a cash cow. And unfortunately, hospitals are, are cash cows. And just don't forget that. That's a, that, that is a big piece of, the, piece of the puzzle there. And at twenty dollars to $32,000 a day in the ICU, <laughs> uh, two weeks you can buy a home, condo. Yeah. So there's that. Anyway. I have so much and we'll talk about it tomorrow and you can email me questions. I'll try to answer those tomorrow. Just email me Kate at katedallyradio.com. And uh, my husband's doing great, by the way, really, he should be going home by the morning. I mean, we should be out of there in five days. So, and he was only in the ICU for three and a half days. I think that's a record. Pretty sure that's, <laughs> that's a record walking out, uh, walking out, you know, after eating some Thai and watching Netflix and leaving, you know, three and a half, three and a half days out of ICU. That's, that's gotta be a new record, right? So I'll tell you how we did it. I'll tell you what we did. And it was all to the help of um, some wonderful doctors that I know and some people that really get it, that were willing to be open and that were willing to say, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm listening and I'm not stuck on 
what I've been told to do. That's the big key and secret. So I'll tell you a little bit and it's kind of mind blowing actually, because you can't, you can't know this until you experience it. So, you know, as unfortunate as this has been for my husband, I am actually grateful for the experience so that we know now and I can connect the dots and there's pieces that have come together now. And, um, I can kind of see the, the, the connection of the dots and the flow, uh, how this is all working. And it's, it's a lot easier to see after talking about it and researching it for 19 months and reading study after study. And I feel like I, I should be getting a PhD in this. I swear at this point, just because it's been, it's been, it's going to be two years of just constant, constant study until three, four in the morning, every night, reading study after study after study. And uh, I hope I can help you to understand um, a little bit more about the situation so you can help others. Let's save some lives, shall we? And um, be faithful, be fearless. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Everybody have a great night. Go spend some time with your family. Get on your knees. Pray for this nation. Pray for each other. Pray for people to see what's going on. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow.